I'm awesome and adulting is the best podcast ever. Is this true? Eh, maybe. <laughs> We're going to talk about humility today. Join us as we talk about the nitty gritty of what humility really is and how it can help you in your daily life. Welcome to Adulting, a podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to Adulting. I'm Harlan Landis, and I'm here in person with Miranda Marquette. How are you, Miranda? I am doing so great. It's so nice to be here, sit next to you, have dinner later, and talk about adulting. I am awesome. You are awesome. You are awesome. No, you are awesome. (laughs) So we're talking about humility today, which is something that I'm incredibly humble. I don't know about you, but... uh, it's okay. We've got a really good C.S. Lewis quote coming up about that. We'll talk about that later. Okay. So what is humility? Yeah. So it's something we don't actually see a lot of today. <laughs> Why is that? That's the thing is, is we don't see it a lot. Our culture seems to be obsessed with bigger and louder and bragging and this kind of bravado. And we look at the people that we idolize and they're all very loud. They're very outspoken and they're kind of arrogant. Well, I think we see... People who are loud and very forceful in their views as good, strong leaders. Yeah, we we do. That's something we see in our society. We assume that because you're loud and forceful, it means that you're a good leader and that you're good at taking charge. Okay. <laughs> is that true? I mean, what, I don't think that? it's true. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's true. I think humility is important. Well, the best leaders I've seen are actually humble and not overly uh, self-congratulatory. Right. And there is a difference between humility and self-confidence. There's there's differences there. Right. Right. So, but why is humility important? I mean, why do we want to see more humility? I, they've done surveys that indicate that the American public, we're getting fed up with incivility in our daily lives. And part of that has to do with the fact that we're not very humble. So how, why is humility important other than the fact that maybe it would bring a little more civility into our lives? Well, I think it's important that we acknowledge and appreciate other people. Uh, Sometimes we forget, you know, we're going to talk about this a little bit. And people often try to reflect their best selves and want to put their best image forward. I mean, image is such a huge part of life these days because a lot of our life is how we try to impress ourselves upon people and what they think of us. We try to control what other people see and what they believe, and it comes through on social media. And this is true whether we're trying to build a business and our image is a big part of our business, or whether we're just trying to appear to our friends as having the perfect life. These things get pretty dangerous. Yeah, and I think humility is important because it does help you appreciate it and acknowledge other people helps you recognize that there are people who do for you and help you out in your life. And and when you're humble and recognize that, then that helps your relationships and it makes the world a better place. Is making the world a better place an important piece of what we do as individuals? I think it has to be, but how do you, how do you make that argument that, you know, we should look to, improving the world around us rather than just 
worrying about ourselves. Well, and, and that's the beauty of humility. I mean, humility is about thinking about being more thought to others than yourself. It's it's not so much about it's not so much about saying, oh, well, I have to, you know, run around telling everybody how much I suck. That's not humility. Uh, it's more about giving thought to other people and thinking more about other people, thinking about the world around you and thinking about other people more than you think about your own self-aggrandizement. And all of this is a part of being more cognizant of who you are and what you do, because you have to look outward to look inward uh, a little bit and uh, or at least focus outward in terms of what kind of effect you're having on the world. And it's not always about you, uh, even if you're, you know, trying to sell an image or or be a public personality, whatever, whatever you're trying to do. I mean, it's it's so important to be positive about the environment that you're in and and put forward something that's going to move that forward and not just yourself. Yeah. And I think, too, that humility is important because it can actually help you look at yourself and reflect your own weaknesses and understand how you can improve yourself. I think it's a great step mm -hmm. toward true self-improvement when you have a little bit of humility and you can acknowledge that, hey, you know, I'm I'm not super great at everything and, and I do have some weaknesses and there are some things that I can improve on. And that in turn can and can be a good way for you to change the way you interact with other people and the way you interact with the world around you. Yeah, self-knowledge is, is really a, an important piece of humility. It's uh, they're, they're tied together because you are aware, self-awareness, you are aware of what your weaknesses are, and you're not afraid to show those weaknesses. I mean, that just makes you human, and, and that is much more of a good quality than trying to put forward an image of, you know, a perfect individual, which, uh, you know, a lot of people feel they have to do in this high, pr high pressure world of, you know, creating an image for yourself and being a superstar online, whatever it happens to be for whatever business or whatever personal purposes that you're doing that for. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. You've brought up, you know, being a superstar online, being building your own business. Let's talk about humility and personal branding. I mean, how does uh, that's so great right now? How does that work? Well, personal branding. I mean, we've we've gotten from this point. I mean, it used to be the only people who would really worry about this were people whose businesses kind of depend on the image that they're putting out, whether it's a real estate agent or a salesperson. I mean, it's all about projecting some kind of image to po potential customers or clients. And that has really invaded life for everybody because now everybody's putting together, you know, the perfect Instagram account. And it's all about who you are as an individual, how is that reflected online, and how is that reflected in person and in your interactions with others? And we lose sight of the humanity and, and what makes us real, uh, because it's all fake. It's all an image. And it's important to recognize the realness and the individual individuality you have inside yourself, number one, and how you interact with the world and how the world has helped you become the person you are. And I think we forget that sometimes, you know, in this, in this race to uh, brand ourselves as the, you know, the perfect, uh, as a perfect individual, whether it's business or personal. Yeah. One of the things that I found very interesting as I was working through the freelancing and, and becoming a freelance writer is a lot of people are always telling me I need to promote myself more. I need to do this more. I need to do that more. But 
almost all of the clients that I have and that I've accumulated over the years haven't come because I've gone out and really promoted myself. Most of them have come because of this kind of quiet underground word of mouth where people are like, oh, I've been told you're the person to talk to. That's something that I think is a little more valuable than me running out and self-promoting. Yeah, I think it's good that we work in such a way that we want the work to speak for itself instead of having to constantly promote it. It's when when we're talking about building, you know, a business or an online reputation, we feel that we have to do a lot of the promotion ourselves because it's a very competitive area and everyone else is and you're afraid that your work is going to get lost in this in the vast oceans of work that's out there and so we have to promote ourselves uh as strongly as possible you know again we're talking about a business here but it also applies to kind of you know whether you're trying to attract someone dating wise or stand out among the crowd in terms of whatever it is you're doing in school or any type of work or any type of anything in your life and uh we're afraid that the work won't speak for itself and we're afraid that we will miss opportunities because no one else is going to promote ourselves for us because they're too busy promoting themselves. So, you know, it's a real difficult balance because you do have to go out there and you have to do what you need to do for yourself. But at the same time, you do want everything that you do to represent you without having to represent your image and your personality so much either. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think, I think part of that situation that you run into when you're talking about that, that humility and the personal branding, being humble doesn't mean that you never promote yourself or you never get Mm -hmm. out there and you never talk about what you do well, but it does mean that you don't go out there and and, and be a jerk about it. <laughs> there's there's no reason to be a jerk about it, and there's no reason to be super obnoxious about it. And I know that I'm still trying to find that. Anytime that I try – because I've had people tell me, and actually this happened last week, uh, somebody told me, hey, you downplay yourself too much. Or, you know, and, and my problem is, is every time I go out there and I, like, try and not downplay myself, then it's – ends up coming out terrible. <laughs> and and I feel like I am, you know, I'm like, oh, no, I've crossed the line. And so I, I don't know where that balance is still. And I'm still trying to find, you know, that nice happy spot between, okay, how much do I promote myself? Is it just enough? Or am I moving into the realm of the obnoxious, which is so easy for me to do. And, you know, I think it's interesting, because there tends to be a difference between how men promote themselves and how women promote themselves in general. And there's a lot of self help type work out there, specifically designed for women saying you need to promote yourselves more because the men are doing it. And, you know, you need to advocate for yourself and be out there and be as prominent as, you know, as the men who are already doing this, because apparently it's more of a natural tendency for men than it is for women. I'm not sure I believe all of that. Well, it's definitely a socialized tendency. It's definitely socialized because, you know, we feel uh, women tend to feel that they need to de and uh, be quiet about themselves and men feel that it is you know it is looked upon as a positive to speak highly of themselves and you know confidence for a man is different you know it looks different and it has a different impression on an audience than confidence for women unfortunately 
Well, and I think that's that's interesting that you bring that out because I think we've mentioned in the past the surveys and the research that they've done indicate that like if a man and a woman are applying for the same job and they've got a list of qualifications, a man's like, hey, I hit like half of these. It's good. I'm going to apply for this job. <laughs> and and even if they don't hit every qualification, they're still confident enough uh, in themselves that they're going to go for it. Uh, women are like, uh, if, if they don't hit every single one of those qualifications, they have a hard time going for it. But I don't know that that has much, you know, I don't know that that's exactly humility uh, versus a right. self-confidence issue. Um, I think humility is more about are you going out there and are you going to be in your face about it? Are you going to brag about it? And, you know, basically how much of an a-hole are you going to be about it? Yeah, and you don't have to do that. I mean, I, you know, I think, you know, when you look at the options out there, I know a lot of people in business, you know, have to promote their personal brand, say they want to be on TV or they want to uh, sell more books or you know, this this just happens to be the industry that we're in. But of course, it's very similar in other industries where you want to get ahead in your job and you want to allow yourself every opportunity as possible to get a promotion or or the opportunities that that come to people who, who are out there. And, you know, you're worried that no one else will recognize you if you don't do this. And, you know, we're worried about calling ourselves experts. And, you know, you just the better way to go about this is to Focus on other people because the more you focus on other people, the more it comes back. It, it'll come back to you in the end. Uh, it just, you know, sometimes takes a while. And you work hard on what you need to do, and uh, more things will, you know, your work will speak for itself. Yeah, and I think one of the problems we have with humility and leadership, humi- humility and business in our society, we have a society here in the U.S. That is very focused on pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and independence and I did this and me, me, me. It makes a great story. It does. But sadly, the reality of the situation is the system. And you've got to be able to acknowledge that, yes, you may work hard and you may do a lot of these things. But at the same time, the system helps you succeed. And you probably had people help you uh, when you talk about a lot of these. I mean, there was a lot of furor around. I built that in you know the last election. But it's like, yeah, okay, you worked hard. There's no denying that you did. But your daddy also gave you a loan and your daddy also gave you gifts of stock. So that helps you. And you have to, to a certain degree, humility says, I need to acknowledge that. Yeah, it it just doesn't make as good of a story. And everybody likes these stories, regardless of opportunities. They believe that everybody comes from, you know, the same opportunities. And we can, we can all succeed if we just work hard. But there is so much systematically that either prevents that or gives us opportunities that it's, and we may not even feel it. So it's difficult to recognize that sometimes. But you do have to look around and be as, um, you know, as, as honest as possible in terms of what advantages you've had, how people have helped you, and then go back and recognize those people. It just, it makes for a better sense of life when you acknowledge there are forces beyond your control that are helping you. Right. And I definitely agree with that. And I can see in my own life how where I'm at has been helped along by a lot of people. Um, My parents sacrificed quite a lot for me to be able to be able to go to college, have a good education, even though I had to take out student loans, they still contributed what they could to that situation. They sacrificed to send me on a foreign exchange so that I could experience another culture. So 
that, you know, there, there were these things that my parents did for me, even though I'm a hard worker and I work hard at the same time, there have always been people along the way, not just my parents, but um, my business partner, Tom has helped me out with some different things when I've needed it. You've helped me out with stuff when I've needed the help. Like Harlan's been a really great part of my life and helps me in a lot of ways as well. And so I would not be here without the many people in my life that have helped me. Even my ex has been a, was a great help to me. He encouraged me to get an advanced degree and was very supportive of that. And so there just have been a lot of people in my life that have helped me out in ways that have got me here. So yes, I work very hard, but I couldn't have done it all by myself. Yeah. And uh, of course, the same thing applies to me. I mean, you know, my success is not due just to work that I've done. Uh, certainly, I've worked very hard. I have relied on help from everybody in my life, just the same as Miranda, uh, from my parents to friends to business partners. Obviously, everything all plays a role. Um, and of course, the system that exists all around us that you know has allowed me to not have as many barriers as other people. Um, and the situation I was born into is, you know, certainly not as bad as it could have been. You know, millions of other people throughout the world live in conditions where doing the things that I've done would have been very difficult. So it's important to recognize all these things and how everything has, has helped get you where you are. Because when you approach life as, you know, the, everything that has come to me is due exclusively to my actions, then I, I think it's just living a lie. And, you know, I couldn't do that. Right. And then, of course, that also kind of makes you not humble and act like a jerk a lot of the right. time. <laughs> and that, that's part of the problem, too. Right. And I think another thing is, when it comes to leadership and humility, a lot of the time, we have this idea that leaders know what to do, and they don't need to get help from others. But reality, in reality, the best leaders seek feedback from the people that they that they lead. And the best business leaders seek feedback from their employees, from their management team, and get that help. And we do need that input. And we do need that uh, help from others. I mean, I recently have, I've been developing a quiz for work and I thought it was pretty good. But then when we started asking other people for impact, uh, input, uh, I saw how it could be made better. And it's important to be able to accept that input because you will end up with a better product. Yeah. I think there's this idea that leadership has to be making all the decisions yourself because otherwise, you know, why are you entrusted with this leadership position if you can't even, you know, come up with these ideas yourself? But Issues are often complex and people around you can have great input and can help you make decisions that you need to do in your life or your business, whatever it happens to be. And we need to recognize that as well. We do not exist in a silo as individuals and uh, people around us can help us make decisions. And that is not a sign of weakness. That is a sign of maturity and uh, of capable um you know, it's, it's, it's capable leadership. It's, it's just, you know, considering different perspectives and different ideas from all around uh, to make the best decision possible. Yeah, I like that. And, and one of the things you do have to watch out as we're talking about humility is false humility. Oh, so what's <laughs> false humility? <laughs> so we have this idea, oh, well, humility is running around telling everybody that we suck, right? Oh, I'm so bad at this. Oh, I don't do this well. Maybe you don't do it well. But you know, some part of it is 
also we, we tend to have this idea that humility is, is pretending that not that great and, and not acknowledging who we are. And one of my favorite books is the screw tape letters by CS Lewis. I love this book. And he talks about in it about how it's more important to acknowledge what you do well and move on and then focus on others than to try spending time convincing yourself and other people around you that you're not that great. And one of the things uh, he points out in the book, he says, thousands of humans have been brought to think that humility means pretty women trying to believe they are ugly and clever men trying to believe they are fools. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I see this, again, turning to social media. I mean, just just as often as people I know are trying to promote themselves and their businesses and putting their best image forward... I have noticed that there's a certain age, it's like the older millennials that are hyper-focused on their image. And the younger group, there's a lot of people I've seen who are more focused on, you know, kind of promoting this image that they're, you know, they're ugly or they're terrible or nobody likes them. And it's, you know, they lead these depressing lives. I don't know if that's just a factor of the people that I know, but I hope not. You know, or I hope that it is, and it's not a system-wide thing, but it seems like there's just as much as there's a benefit in drawing attention to yourself for positive reasons, there's a lot of people who are drawing attention to them for what they feel are negative things about themselves, although often those things are wrong. I mean, maybe I just know a lot of depressing or depressed people, but I mean, they're they're saying, you know, nobody's ever going to love me or, you know, there's a lot of issues out there that people seem to have that are n- totally unnecessary and, and often just blatantly wrong. But again, it's all about creating this, attracting attention in whatever way they can. So it's like polar opposite ends of the spectrum here where we have people drawing attention to themselves for things they feel are great about themselves, while people are also drawing attention to themselves for you know, for this really negative, these really negative feelings they have for themselves. And I, I think both of those are just, well, any kind well, of, neither of those things are humility. <laughs> yeah. Neither of them are humility. And it's really a problem that people are trying to draw so much attention to themselves because maybe they're afraid that people are going to forget that they exist unless they do this. Yeah, I just think it's important to say, okay, I can acknowledge my strengths. I can acknowledge what I do well. I'm a pretty decent writer. At least people pay me for it, right? So <laughs> I think I'm a pretty decent writer. And it's okay for me to to acknowledge that. But at the same time, I also have to acknowledge that I can also always be better. And I can always improve myself. And so yeah, I'm a decent writer. I could be a better writer. And I know that. Uh, but at the same time, Part of humility is also saying, okay, this is my strength. How can I use it to help others? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key there is when you acknowledge your strengths and say, I'm pretty good at this. How can I take this outside of myself and help other people? The question is, do you help others for free because you're a good person? Do it out of the kindness of your heart or you find a way to turn that into a uh, business, you know, help others in return for something. Uh, I don't I don't think it makes a difference either way. I think, you know, any any way you can help the world is good. But I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I like to eat. So I get paid to write <laughs> <laughs> because I enjoy eating and I think my son should probably eat and wear clothing to school. But I mean, you also, you know, are open and help other people and don't necessarily look for money for everything that you do. That's true. I Aligned with your talents. Right, exactly. And I, I think there's 
you know, there's a, a line that you have to kind of uh, draw for yourself and figure out how that works. I mean, part of, you know, acknowledging it, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm a pretty decent writer, people will pay me to write. Uh, but I like to think that I choose projects that are at least reasonably helpful to people. So I, I, <laughs> the company I work for has a mission and values that I agree with. And so that makes me feel better about things. Uh, the other clients I choose usually have missions and values also that I agree with. And so even though I'm being paid for it, at least I feel like what I'm putting out there is not necessarily awful and harmful. I feel like it can be helpful, <laughs> even though I'm getting paid for it. And I do like to help people. I mean, if you send me a question about writing, it may take me a couple of days to get back to you because I'm terrible at email right now. But I will get back to you and I will be happy to point you to resources and, and help you if I can. Yeah. And I, th I think that is important. I think it's it's good to take our strengths and the things that are that we are good at and apply those outside of ourselves. So what are some of the things that people can do now to enhance their humility, whether it's because they want to live that way and make a better life for themselves and the world around them or because it's just the right thing to do? I think one of the first things that you can do is to write down the ways that people have helped you in your own life and then go and thank them. Yeah. Either thank them in person or write them a lovely handwritten thank you note. I love receiving mail, like real mail. I mean, even when I was a child and real mail was like more commonplace, I always had pen pals. I always thought it was fun, but I even love it now. So if you want to be on my good side, send me like a a letter or something because I think it's just fabulous. So this do now is all about all about those listeners out there who you've helped along the way, <laughs> looking for them to acknowledge No, you. no, no, no. I'm just saying when you, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you can't thank them in person, go ahead and take the time to send them a handwritten note. There's something about writing that down that really puts it in your mind. And the, the first and part it's a nice of that. gesture. And the first part of that was basically acknowledging that you are where you are because of help from the world around you, other people, um, systematic advantages that you have. And I think that's the most important part is, is just understanding that regardless of what image you're trying to project out there about how you're successful and you've done all of this, or, you know, you have a beautiful life on Instagram and you look gorgeous and uh, you're at the beach all the time or whatever it is that you happen to do. Acknowledge the reality out there. Acknowledge and move forward and actually thank those people who have helped you. And I think it really gives you the perspective that you need to understand that we only succeed because of what we get from others. And it's easier to see in other people. When you look at someone else who's successful, you'll say, oh, yeah, I mean, it's worked out for them because of this, this and this. But when we look at ourselves, we think of all the hard work that we've done and we focus on that. We, we have to acknowledge that it's all a mix of things and writing down the ways that things have helped you and people have helped you and then moving forward and thanking them is a good way to do that. Yeah. And another thing you can do is choose an action to help someone else without publicizing it. So shovel your neighbor's walk, leave an anonymous donation at the food bank or go to the soup kitchen and serve food. I mean, the people at the soup kitchen probably won't know who you are and you don't need to go and put on Facebook that, hey, I'm here at the soup kitchen. Just go and do it. So go and find something that you can do and be 
relatively anonymous about uh, without turning into a big deal on on Instagram or making a, a Snapchat story of it or, or whatever it is. If a tree falls in a forest, does it make a sound? I mean, we think that's a physics question. I mean, we think, oh, that's that's so metaphysical. I mean, do things exist that are beyond our perception? But it's really about publicity, right? It's about, you know, do people realize that I'm doing something if I don't let them know that I'm doing it? And I hope that that's not the reason you do good actions in your life. I hope that you don't do it because you're worried that people are going to, you know, or you want them to see such a good, you know, what what a good person you are. You're doing it because the action itself is good. Yeah, for sure. And along with that, we have a listener question. Okay. Y- yay. It says, I want, I'm going to make you answer this. I want to grow my business, but it seems like I have to self-promote. It feels dirty and wrong. How can I get over my reluctance to self-promote? And, and I assume this question goes along with, you know, without being a horrible person. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, you know, a reasonable amount of self-promotion is important to building whatever it is the business that you're in. You have to. Uh, you have to make sure that you are out there and seen and noticeable and findable whether it's by people searching on Google, you have to have a good presence online so you're noted as somebody who's professional, or, you know, in person, you have to have the right kind of image to fit in with your industry. And that's all true. But you can do all of that without being dirty and without selling yourself and without really being sleazy, which a lot of people are when they're trying to promote themselves. And humility is such a big part of that, because if people see that humility, they know that you are more real. You can't sell humility the same way you sell confidence, and that's just the way it goes. So what do you do? I think you allow other people to sell yourself more than you sell yourself. And that has a lot to do with putting out good work and making sure that Anytime you are recognized for doing so, keep a little note of that because that is a good way to allow others to promote you without you seeming like you're promoting yourself. And I think that's an important distinction. I mean, it's it's all about either way you're putting forward an image of yourself and your business. You've got to do that as a business owner. But you can do it in such a way that you're focusing externally. You focus on the way you help people. You focus on the effect that you've had in the world or in your community or in your business. Don't worry so much about your name and try to tie things away from your name as much as possible. I mean, that's just a good that's just a good business move anyway. I mean, there's so much focus on self-branding, but how do you if you have to exit that business, how are you going to sell that? Um, because it's so much, if it's focused on your name, unless you're selling your name along with the rest of your business, you're just going to have, you're going to have some issues and you won't get full value for it. But even beside all of that consideration, you, you want to do as much focusing on your external effect as much as possible and focusing on your work taking it away from your image and your personality and look for ways that Things can sell yourself for you without it seeming so much self-promotional. I, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to find that line because a, a lot of businesses do rely on your image as an individual and finding a way to do that 
without being sleazy is is really the key to being more effective and to be a more genuine person. Yeah, and I think that you know what you said about let's focus on what you're offering is probably kind of the important thing. You know, what are you offering this impact other people? And that's kind of where you take the focus is take the focus off of you and on what you offer and then put it on what you offer. So how do you promote yourselves? What's your Instagram account like? What, <laughs> how are you putting your business forward? Uh, we'd love to see some examples of uh, what you're doing, or we'd love to just hear stories. And you can let us know in our Facebook community, uh, hashtag adulting, or you can find us, uh, you know, ask us questions or just give us feedback at adulting.tv slash ask and subscribe on iTunes. You can find us by searching for uh, adulting or my name, Harlan Landis or Miranda Marquit. Uh, you can find us there and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv. Adulting.